Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, welcome back to another edition. Rob, it's a beautiful night out. How are we doing, big fella? Good on yourself. Good, man. I am sitting in the garage, door wide open. It is blowing, but it is a beautiful night. It's probably about 78 degrees. Yeah. I mean, this is what spring, summer is all about. No, it is very nice. And uh, sitting in the office today really uh, kind of sucked looking outside, being right across the street from Oak Book Golf Club, just seeing the driving range and seeing people play. I mean, it was windy, though, but. Still, the sun was out, but it wasn't raining, and you didn't have to have pants and a sweatshirt on, so it was perfect. I think we're done with it, man. I think this is the breakthrough week. Yeah, I mean, well, you got 90s in the next couple of days. Yeah, they're talking about record highs. We just had record lows like two weeks <laughs> ago. Now we got record highs, but yeah, I mean, this is, I think, what what makes the area, the Chicagoland area, tolerable. Um, you know, we live for it. You know, during those, what, seven, eight, sometimes brutal months of just terrible weather um, Mm -hmm. so that we get this kind of weather for at least, you know, four or five months. So, yeah, I mean, as long as it's not 90 this weekend and we're back to like this 78s, maybe even low 80s, I'll be happy. But we'll see. Are you playing this weekend? Oh, I am playing Sunday, playing. uh, I think we tee off at 150 at Bolingbrook. I'm pretty excited. Nice. The forecast looks nice for Sunday. Yeah, we got Jeff with us for the round two, so I'm excited seeing how he plays. Went low at Ravislow, so I'm kind of curious. Just gonna say, speaking of Jeff, so for those listening, I think we need to to do some background here. <laughs> so Jeff McGursky is my cousin, and Jeff's a avid listener, uh, avid player. Jeff went low, real low, on Saturday at Rav. He shot two over. Uh, his putter was gross. Yeah, it was on absolute fire. Uh, I'm sure if it holds up, which I don't see it not holding up, he'll probably be on next episode because we're bringing on the major winners this year. Oh yeah. Um, so hopefully we don't jinx this. Knock on wood. Um, but. That's the background. Now he's playing with Rob. He's also on the West Side Tour. He's playing with Rob this Sunday uh, at Bowlingbrook. But your guys' forecast, and it's not so much twilight, but it's a little afternoon golf. I, oh, yeah. So I have mixed feelings about afternoon golf. I, If I'm not out before 7 on the weekends, I'd much rather play when you're playing. Yeah, I mean, it's a – 
now that I coach a soccer team with uh, Vince, it's a little bit different. You know, we can't tee off at five in the morning, Hold which the I phone. like to tee off. What's that? Hold the phone. Vin- yeah. Vince coaches the soccer team too. Oh yeah, he suckered me into it. It's our our kids. He's got his son Jax, who's eight, L seven. So they're on the same, obviously on the same team. So yeah, I'm uh I'm the assistant coach, soon oh. to be um, mustache and all for Ted Lasso. To be honest with you, but yeah, it's uh it it's uh we have to play in the afternoon now, obviously, and I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I'm not a big fan of it, but hopefully it's spread out enough that there's not enough weight. You know, I, that's the only reason I don't like playing in the afternoon is the five hour rounds or the six hour rounds where it's waiting, 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 but we'll see. I mean, I know Vince is pretty pumped to do the hot dog review now that we're playing in the afternoon. So we should have that for next week for you guys. There you go. I find that hilarious. I might have to come out to just one of your guys' soccer games. That must just be a comedy show uh, between you and Vince. Oh God. It's great. I've learned so much. Never knew anything about soccer. I didn't even know soccer exists where we grew up, to be honest with you. I mean, you had the, I would, I don't even think our Catholic schools, grammar schools had soccer teams, but um, yeah, so it's been fun. It's been interesting, but yeah, it's been, it's a, it's a comedy act for sure. So yeah, now we're, now we're on to afternoon golf until, you know, hopefully during the summer we can sneak out in the morning during the week, um, you know, get around in before work starts or enjoy some of those half days out there in the nice weather. Right. Right. Speaking of golf, did you watch any of the Wells Fargo? Yeah, so Thursday, Friday, I had it on the background, like, you know, background noise, listening to it. I loved it, man. I love when they – I know the rain sucks for them, but it's awesome to see how they have to hit – play different type, types of shots, right? Whether it's, you know, a cutoff driver or, you know, it's it was – I found it very entertaining. I also, you know, I know a lot of people like low scores, but I also like when it's pretty tight and they're not all firing off, like, 10-unders and whatnot. So Same. Same. But Saturday, Saturday was so nice. I didn't get to catch catch it. And I didn't realize Day blew up the way he did on Saturday. Um, that was crazy. Um, but then, yeah, yesterday we had it on at the cousin's house in the garage watching it. And, um, yeah, it was awesome to see Homa win. I did call that. So I'm just going to have to say that to you. Book it with T. I called Homa. Did you sprinkle on Homa? It's embarrassing. I did not. I did not. I'm so mad oh. at myself. Oh, so mad at myself because I saw everybody on Twitter take their screenshots of their bets they placed. And I'm like, well, I called it and I didn't even put any fucking money on it. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed the tournament as well. I didn't watch a ton of it. Uh, Sunday, I watched, you know, the last probably two hours. Uh, caught a little Thursday, nothing Friday, nothing Saturday. But the weather was shit there. Yeah. To your point. Uh, of course, all the, the Euros, Fitzpatrick. McElroy, those guys just don't get affected by that weather um, at all. It's yeah, I mean, yeah. day was awesome on Friday. Yeah, like I enjoyed watching when I got to catch him because um, he went off early. Like seeing him play and you know not letting that affect him, like it, it felt like it was 2015 again. You know, in some ways, it was great. Yeah, J Day back in the day was. I mean, he fell off. It felt like so quick, like. Mm-hmm. You know, his decline wasn't just like it was, it was all injury based, but yeah, to see him back uh, has been awesome. Uh, I'm thinking he's probably going to win here soon. I don't know where, but maybe in the next year, I could see him, you know, 
maybe contending in a major. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know where he's at fully. It seems like he's 100% uh, in terms of health, but it's good to have him back regardless. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was happy not to see Keegan win. You know, yes. I used to like Keegan, but for some reason, like, I just I, – maybe because he's just slow or, like, his routine, it's just unbearable to watch. Yeah. I think whenever he's in the final group, I always get disturbed by just his, you know, his style. You know, he flips the club around. Oh, I know. That's... It's hilarious because I've mentioned uh, – these guys before, but Bobby Berger and the, and the brilliantly dumb show, they pull hard for, for Keegan Bradley because they ran into him uh, a couple tournaments ago and became like boys of them. So okay. all, all of his IG stuff on Sunday was for Keegan. Let's go Keegan. Yeah. I'm big fella. Look, <laughs> at, look at the wingspan on him. Big fella. Like <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, but speaking of Chicago golf tour golf event one, is officially in the books on all three tours route. And we're just going to do a quick shout out here to all the uh, flight winners on each tour, starting with the Southside tour, which they actually end uh, event two this Friday, but event one sanctuary, uh, a flight, low gross, Timmy Harrigan, a flight net, Alex Panita, Ben Cooney, Larry Scott, Sony, uh, B flight low gross Joe Patton, B flight low net Joe Patton, uh, C flight low gross Frank Yavar. Oh boy, I'm gonna butcher this. Yavarski, 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 Yavarski. That's Gavin's boy. <laughs> Burke Sullivan, uh, C flight net Burke Sullivan, D flight gross Chris O'Brien, Dan Zelensky, D flight net Jay Knight, E flight low gross Alexander. Latbala and E Flight Net Alexander Latbala. Uh, we'll head over to the West Side Tour Randall Oaks event results. A Flight Low Gross Dylan Flock, Andrew Janis. Uh, A Flight Net Nick Rosa. B Flight Low Gross Marty Porkinoy. B Flight Net Marty Porkinoy. C Flight Low Gross Kevin Prappen. C flight net Kevin Prappen, D flight low gross Eric Divivic, and Anthony Mastrini. Uh, that's I butchered that. Too, that ain't right. Uh, <laughs> D flight net Eric Divivic and same Anthony Mastrini. And the Northside Tour wrapped up with Pine Meadow. So these are event one results. A flight low gross Alexander Crescenti, A flight net Jay Brazer, B flight low gross Andrew Eshelman, uh, B flight net Andrew Eshelman, C flight low gross Steve Vrulson, Chris Hoffman, C flight net Chris Hoffman, D flight low gross Michael Lazar, D flight net Michael Lazar, E flight low gross Timothy, Timothy Smith, and E flight net Jack Brezlowski. All right, so those are all event one, four wide winners. There we go. Yes, sir. Give a little shout out to the boys. There we go. Um, speaking Another of shout out, guys. If you need, remember we got the T sheet. 
fill those up if you need times, man. Those slacks been, been bumping. Yep. Um, I think slacks been very successful, uh, considering the amount of people using it. And, yeah. um, I think there's still more guys in the general channel. So just a heads up, if you're on Slack via your phone and you're just in our general channel, we have three other channels. There's each, there's a a tour specific channel for each. And if you go to search and then browse, the rest of our tour channels should populate. So then you could really target it, you know, the specific, you know, the said tour you're on. So just a little FYI there, um, because it looks like there's more guys in the general channel compared to if you break it down and look at all three. Yeah, specific. Yeah, just a little FYI there. Um, And then also make sure you guys read the player handbook. The player, and I'm assuming probably, if I had to guess, 80% of you probably have. Um, The player handbook is the holy grail. It will tell you everything you need to know, just about everything. Sure, we still receive, you know, questions about other things and some very good questions too. But for the most part, if you're looking for something, definitely reference the the player handbook. It's got everything in there. It's got the the event payouts. So if you want to know what you're getting paid or what you could be getting paid, that's the place to find it. Um, along, like I said, along with other things, rules, scoring, handicap, all that. So make sure you guys check out that. Um, other than that, Rob, we're going to break down Southside Tour Event 3, Glen Woody Golf Course. Another, another course I love to play. Is that, are you being sarcastic or is that? No, no, I, I thoroughly enjoy that course. There, we had regionals there. I think Carmel used to have their invitational there. Like I said, when we talked about the schedule before, I think uh, 11 is one of my favorite teeing holes. Um, you know, obviously you got 16, but yeah, no, I, I love that course. I love Glenn Woody as well. Um, played in a Sunday league there the last couple of years. Did not do it this year. Um, had a bunch of schedule changes. You know, the kids now a little bit older. So Sunday's kind of family day. Um, but Glenn Woody, Glenn Woody is, I'll tell you what Glenn Woody is. Glenn Woody is a great track. If you, well, here's a, here's a little insider about Glenn Woody. You better get off before 8 a.m. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, honestly, maybe even 730. Actually, maybe even seven. We used to have the standing 642 time. And anything after that, you could, you could see everybody backed up on one. Yeah. So um, speaking of, I know one of those Saturdays, I believe we could double check, but if it's not next Saturday, I think it is next, not this fall, not this upcoming Saturday. I think it's the 21st. Yeah. There's a six 30 to seven 30 one hour block, which is unbelievable. No, no other course is going to give us that early of tee times. So I would highly recommend jumping on, you know, during that one hour uh, block that we have. At, at yeah. So Saturday, the 21st, we have a, the tee time block of six thirty to seven thirty, Like you yeah, said, that's primo right there. Cause I'm telling you, it's, it's a long wait there. Um, 
but the course itself, I'm a huge fan of Glenwoody. I think it's very playable. Um, especially the front, the front is where you need to score. The front is, is wide open. Mm -hmm. You could, besides maybe a couple hoes, um, with, you know, tree line being OB or water. Other than that, you could essentially spray it all over that place. Um, yeah. Usually in really good shape. Doesn't drain particularly well. Um, especially like five along OB. What is that? Two, three, four. Sorry. Yeah. So like four, five, six, that back corner. Yeah. It, it's like a swamp uh, when it rains, but Glenn, uh, sorry, Glenn, what has some of the sneakiest best greens in Illinois. I was going to say, I, I, I do enjoy their greens. They roll true. They, uh, they're massive. Yeah. They roll true. There's some sneaky undulation where, and this is from playing it so many times in, you know, knowing where to, you know, be in the vicinity to leave it, but leave it in, in other places like above the hole on what is that seven possibly six um things like that They're, the greens are awesome i'm telling you there's there's some of the best around but glenwoody in general like i said all the you're scoring besides maybe four holes on the back you got to score on the front and then pretty much you just got to you got to protect and play defense on the back. And if you can get through like 14 through 18 without a ton of trouble, you're going to play well. Yeah. I mean, it's those, some of those part threes though, too, man, some of those are tricky. Like what is that 12 on the back? For some reason that one always gets me, even three gets me, even though it's you're right there, but the water's, you know, protecting the whole green. Um, but, and then four or five is five the other part three. That's a little, that's the easier one, I think. Um, that's the hard one. You think that's the hard one? Oh, yeah. Why is that? Because it always plays a club longer. Um, the green is a lot smaller. Yeah. It's out, it's a little bit elevated, isn't it? No, I was just gonna say it plays longer because it's up and usually wins into you on that mm -hmm. hole. Yeah. Um, but to your point. Number three, the first part three of the water is awesome. Um, that's a green where you don't want to be above the hole at all. No. Mm -mm. Um, well, same thing goes for 11. You don't want to be above the hole either. That green yeah. is crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of back to front. Um, but just overall, you know, Glen Woody's a, a, a solid course. It's always in, in really good shape. Uh, but you know, it could be a long round and, you know, if we get some, some bad weather, it, it's, it's tough on, on draining. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I feel like you can, you can get away with using your driver a lot on that course too, really, for the most part, like you um, said, it's open on the front, you know, even if you spray it right or left, you still have a shot into the green. Um, oh, but yeah. I mean, besides 11, I mean, 11, I don't think you want to mess with driver. Um, but and then what didn't 16 used to be like rated the hardest hole in Illinois? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiger supposedly supposedly bogeyed it. 16. <laughs> I swear to God, the 16th at uh at Woody. Yeah, I mean it, don't get me wrong, it's tough. I've so I've played this, I've probably played Glenn Woody in the last two years. This is just you know, kind of arbitrary numbers, but 
I don't know, maybe 30. And I could, I could count on one hand how many times I've parred that hole. Yeah. And probably you could take away two fingers. <laughs> so, I mean, it's tough. I mean, one, you got to get the right wind. If the wind's blowing into you, good luck. I mean, speaking about pars and rounds, but I thought, so this morning at the office, uh, the guy I work with, who's a member at Idlewild, they have a group and they're, it's kind of almost, they're doing what no laying up did. They did, I think last year, two seasons ago, you know, they always play the same course. They play Jack's beach. Obviously these guys from work are playing Idlewild, but it's a play on, you know, you have the whole season, which I thought was awesome. You have the whole season to they have a race who can par every hole first, right? They got a pot and winner take all type deal thing. Um, no, no laying up. They did birdies, but you know, they're a little bit higher caliber than most of us anyways, but getting to that, I, I'm assuming you probably birdied or parred pretty much every hole. on Glenn Woody, how many times you've played it. Correct. Mm, probably. But I think it's a, if you, if you play the same course, I think that that'd be an awesome you know, thing to do for the season to figure out. For for sure. Um, Yeah, I would probably, it would probably be safe to say that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely holes out there. I 16, I don't think I've ever birdied. Um, But hard, probably, yeah, I've probably part all of them. 17 is a great hole too. I like teeing off for that hole. 17 is super cool. Yeah. That's another one where, you know, if you catch even so it's a short part four, but uh i've seen guys drive that green with you know wind at the back which is a bomb but still um you can get away with three wood there and still being you know a buck a buck out mm-hmm. um but yeah the, the front is is where you need to you know be aggressive because you can uh tree line not much of it there's there's trees but it's not it's there's not like, there's no trees around the greens besides maybe three. So off the tee, you could, you could kind of spray it wherever you want. And then, you know, getting back on to the fairway or at the green is, is no big, no big deal. So you could play a fairway over there, the, the whole front nine, if you want it. Um, yeah. But like I said, a lot of sneaky greens. A lot of great holes, especially on the back. The back is super fun. The back is super tough, too. Um, yeah. Starting off with, I mean, 10 is a super long par four. And a part of, you know, that that same win that would affect you on five, that par three, if that's the same win, that par four is playing like a par five. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then you got 11, which, you know, you're, you're laying up short of the creek. Mm-hmm. That approach in is super tough. It's up yeah. quite a yep. bit. Um, it's straight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. And then, you know, that that par three, the next one, 12. I mean, the back maybe has like two or three vanilla holes, and that's about it. So 13, par five. Is 13 is a good par five. That green, I like must, that green a lot. That's a must score because that's like one of the easier par fives, um, and it's on the back. And then after that, like I said, you just got to, you just got to strap in and, and kind of hold on tight and, you know, not give up any monster numbers and just get back to the clubhouse with something safe, especially on 16, 17, 18. That's kind of like, 
you know, the little bear trap. Uh, yeah. I feel like that 18 is a, if I'm wrong, but I feel, I always feel like that's like a little bit longer part five. It feels like it plays like. Yeah. 18 is long. Um, eh, it's not super long, but it is long. Uh, if you get some wind, it's, it's not out of the question to reach it into. Um, definitely it's more of a uh, three shot mm-hmm. R five, but 18th hole is awesome. That green sneaky hard too. So another thing about Glenwood too, is they got a great little patio area. Uh, they also have great burgers as well, Rob. Do they? Yeah. Burgers and oh, their whole menu, to be honest, is, is pretty, is pretty solid. Burger yeah. over dog. Or you still stick with the hot dog? If I'm eating afterwards, I'm getting the burger. There you go. Yeah, the burger's really good. Um, their dogs are really good, too, though. They got... Uh, I'm trying to think of her name. She was a staple there. She was a cart girl. Um, can't think of her name. Anyways, super nice lady. Great drinks. <laughs> she, was, she was always following us around. Uh, yeah, Glenwoody's... Glenwoody's a blast. And I mean, you, you can't beat the the price, uh, especially that we're getting. So that is the breakdown for the Southside Tour event three. Also, the GM, um, Phil Robbins, great guy. You'll probably see him in the clubhouse. He's always there. Um, super nice guy, loves the Chicago golf tour. And you'll you'll probably know who I'm talking about as soon as you see him. Um, he's always greeting everybody. Phil's a great guy. So let him know, you know, you're with the, the Chicago golf tour and how much you enjoy the track. And I'm sure I'll, I'll hear about it. So, uh, that wraps up that Rob. I'm assuming it's book it now. It is. It is the Byron Nelson book it with T picks. Who do you like this week? Rob? Speaks back. Right. So, um, I'm going to try to go two for two. Cause I feel like, why not? Let's, 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 Let's let him win or at least play good leading up to the PGA. Although he just won? Huh? Although he just won? Oh, go back to 2015. He won multiple times, my man. I feel like I feel like he's going to play good at least. not Maybe not win. Hopefully win. He's going he's gonna to play good leading up to the PGA because I think he's got the PGA. I think you're probably like Teddy right now. You're probably seeing something that's not. <laughs> well, who do you like? Uh, I kind of like, uh, one of these picks to be honest. Hmm. Should All I, right. should I mention it? Well, say tease picks and then you tell us which one you liked out of it. All right. We got the Byron Nelson book it with T picks and his long shot cage Lee, a hundred to one wise 55 to one gooch 45 to one Matsuyama 35 to one Zalatoris is his favorite 20 to one. And you could book it with T. I like my Matsuyama. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you been putting money on stuff on the weekends for these tournaments or no? Not this, not the Wells Fargo. That's But yes, um, probably, I don't know. Actually probably everyone this year. So do you treat all the majors the same as you did the majors? I mean, the Masters, I should say. Will you bet just as much as you do for the PGA as the Masters or Masters is as your Super Bowl and then everything else is just... No, not even close. No. I mean, 
we're talking about probably 15% of what I put on the masters. Gotcha. Maybe okay. 20%, something like that. Yeah. Just, yeah. just a little, a little sprinkle, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. I might, sometimes I will take a couple guys, but I try to just stick with one guy and, and let it ride. Um, so where are you, where are you at with Phil playing? You think he's playing or you're not playing? In the PGA Championship, mm-hmm. I think he's playing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so this 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 whole thing with, you know, um, well now more info is coming out about the live. Apparently, guys were giving money back once that whole yeah right yeah that was crazy, off, which is ridiculous. Um, okay, I mean. I, I, your boy Westy, I've, I've kind of enjoyed his stance the entire time. That interview last weekend was, or this past weekend was very interesting. And then Sergio's comments on, was it Thursday or Friday? Well, Sergio was a dickhead. So, <laughs> I mean, his, he's so, so I've given Sergio the benefit of the doubt over the years. I've kind of, I liked them early on. I haven't liked them so much lately. He's just, he's like a, a Billy Horschel part two. He's just whiny, you know, to, to say that to an official, like that guy, you know, the guy's doing his job. It's not his fault. You hit it in the fucking shit. And the tour that's afforded you what? 35, $40 million. Like now all of a sudden you can't wait to leave. Right. Like that's just, it reminds me of like being a little kid and you stole my toy and, you know, it's like, come on. So yeah, later Sergio, um, Westy, but that's, I agree with that. You know, I mean, he doesn't really owe anything to the PJ tour. I mean, he's, uh, essentially a subcontractor and that's his job and that's how he earns money. Mm-hmm. And Rob, if, if let's say no laying up, said, hey, we really like what you're doing with the Chicago Golf Tour podcast. We're going to offer you 100 k to come do the No Laying Up podcast. <laughs> what would you do? I wouldn't leave you, Tom. Couldn't leave you hanging. You're full of shit. I would tell you. <laughs> I would tell you. I would tell you to go. <laughs> but that's, you know. It's, yeah, no, I get Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying for sure. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, and, you know, we're not going to dive in the whole Right. aspect of 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 what's blood money and what's not but i don't even go down that avenue because it's so ridiculous um yeah i i'm for westy i'm you know for any of those guys that want to go jump jump don't care either way yeah uh, supposedly they have 15 of the top 100 you know i'm probably positive the average age is you know north of probably 42 yeah but Here's where things get interesting, which I was reading the other week. Um, so they just, I, I feel like live could, could be a thing and that's fine because they're not, they are competing. They aren't competing with PJ tour, but like year two, year three is where I think live gets real interesting because for instance, you got guys on the corn Ferry tour, you got AMs trying to get into all these different, Develop, uh, developmental tours right mm-hmm. half of these guys go play on you know the japan tour or whatever 
you know, when they come out anyways. What's stopping an amateur or a KFT player to get guaranteed money to go play on the live golf tour? That's where live, I think, has potential just because they're shelling out guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. So, but that's just kind of my take. I think that's where they could start cherry picking guys and that's where they could contend with a PGA tour. I think ultimately, I think the PGL is where it's at. And I think that could thrive. Yeah. I just, I'm curious of how they're going to televise it or what, what's it going to be on, you know, stuff like that, you know, all the details that they're still working out. So both of them are just the live. The live. Yeah. Cause I, well, I think that's where, so ultimately this is just my, my two cents. I think whether the PGA tour partners up with the PGL, the premier golf league, which I think is the play um, just because of the structure. I mean, you see it with the, the, the soccer clubs and their leagues. I mean, it, it works. Um, now, if they decide to stay, you know, the PGA tour that is to themselves, then that's a conflict. But if they, if they bring on a PGA uh, PGL and they partner with them, I think it's one to fend off live and from guys going over to the live golf. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think there's a better structure. You know, there's shares, there's equity. There's just a lot more that a guy and plus they don't have to leave, you know, the U S to go to, to Saudi. So that's always a plus. Right. Um, but again, that, that's, those are kind of just the little, tidbits um who knows i don't know i like i said who knows if it if rich harvest is even happening uh, right yeah that's what the whole what were they going to play it i mean where are they going to put it on televise it so i think phil plays to live i don't think he plays the pga like for good oh i don't think he plays in the pga championship i should say sorry but i think uh, he plays the live events do you think he doesn't? Do you, do you think because they don't allow him to? I don't know. I don't know. It might be like a mutual agreement. I think he's, you know, I'm really curious about that book that's coming out. I don't really like to read, so I'm hoping there's an audio version of it, but I want to see what, I mean, that's been on Twitter so far. It's been pretty interesting about the gambling and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I have other opinions on on, <laughs> on said book, but we have some very good relationships with people tied to said book. So I will keep those opinions to myself. Um, to your point, though, his betting, I mean, that was kind of a shocker. 40, yeah. 40 million during a four-year span. Well, the whole bones thing threw me off, too. That was crazy. Yeah. I wonder. I'd like to get more into that. So to your point. I, I probably will eventually end up reading said book, but I just want to know, you know, I, I've, I read hundreds of thousands, but I kind of want to know where that whole thing went south. Yeah. And I wonder if bones, whatever, you know, eventually sit down and talk about it. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, Phil just catching heat after heat, you know, yeah. that's that was part of like my issue though is like i 
the guy got absolutely murdered and then he was kicked while he was down and then he took a breath and now people are are pounding him again it's like <laughs> right okay like we we've already we've already discussed this you know um whatever i i still am a fan uh, of phil i enjoy watching him play whether what you know what he does off the course none of my business um uh, i think he's very entertaining uh his game you know his commentary etc um but rob that rolls us in right into the top three are you ready for the top yeah three? so uh, it's not really a top three it is three parts but so the other day i caught on twitter and i'm sure everybody else saw it i thought it was interesting they put a graphic out and i forgot if it was golf digest or whoever did but you know they put like spieth they put colin forgot who else and said like you know what would you want to take from each person right or would you rather have speech you know what game would you like so like i said i found that very interesting so mine mine is to you is like who would you take if you can take who would you take for putting irons and off the tee that's a good one that is a good one i mean i'd probably go rombo off the tee i'd probably go morikawa irons and i'd probably go cam smith wedges what about putting and oh yeah you gotta put the ball in too if this was 2015 i would take your boy right but it's not so he's, he's still probably a Actually, I'd be curious to look at his his numbers currently, but um, yeah, I'd probably go if we're if we're saying current, I'll take your boy Spieth to make you happy. No, well, I, I'm not taking Spieth. Who are you taking? I would take Cantley for putting. He's been so I refused. I he's the first person that came to mind, obviously, but I refused to have him on my squad. <laughs> I would say, no, no, no. He wouldn't be on your squad. You're taking. What you can, what you would, you know, what you would want is attribute. Yes. But yeah. I mean, I feel like his putter would come with a, a brown khaki, you know, grip, like just something boring. So coming from Corduroy's boy. Okay. All right. What's that? Coming from the Corduroy's guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Corduroy's are, they've been in. <laughs> you um, got shorts too? Corduroy shorts? <laughs> no. I mean, I live in Oak Lawn. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Cantley putting. I agree with you, Smith for a short game, Colin for the irons. But I, when Rory is on, I take Rory for the driver. Yeah, when is he on though? Yeah, man, Teddy's on watch tonight, huh? Yeah, a lot of action tonight. A lot of people walking. <laughs> Speaking of, he's got to go for a walk. So, with that being said, there, Rob, we'll uh, we'll see you in the fairway. See you, See you, buddy.